If you're offended by crude humour, foul language or dodgy decision making, Rolf is Stupid might not be for you. Welcome back to Rolf Stupid, a not-so-serious D&D podcast where five mates go into the Feywild to search for Zabilna and to find their lost things. I'm Chris, your DM, and fun NPC fact is Alma, the hobgoblin dash cap, is left-handed. Hi, I'm Tim, and I'll be playing Shwangbury. Uh Fun fact about him is since he's got his new beard made of bees, he is slowly naming each and every one of them. That's a lot. It's, it's not going very well. They keep moving. It's hard. Who's your favorite one? Uh, Beatrice. Nice. Hey, I'm Lewis. I'm playing Edrelin. And fun fact is that Edrelin and Schwangberry's relationship is purely platonic. And Edrelin's favorite food is <laughs> sesame snaps. Like granddad used to say, give me a sesame snap and my heart you will trap. But you keep asking me to get you sesame snaps. I ask everyone, actually. There's <laughs> a little love triangle happening. <laughs> well, between me, uh, Eldred and his grandpa. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> My money's on Grandpa. It always is. Hey, my name's Bren. I play Stunzy, and Schwangberry's beard has helped me confront my fear of bees, and I'm starting to feel a lot more comfortable around them. Happy to help. Would you say bees are your biggest fear? Like, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I'm not telling you what my biggest fear is. But it was because I was scared they were always going to sting me. But being around so many bees hanging around Schwangberry, it's... <laughs> Nowhere near as terrifying because I know that they're just chill, just doing their own thing. Yeah, you cool. can name 11 of them. I'm naming them all 11 as a, uh, a tribute to my favorite show. Stranger Things? Yes. My name's Maka. I play Just a Tip and I'm technology illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. And it's you play Just a Tip. Very true. And yeah. also Just Illiterate. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. How about we get a recap in, eh? Recap. Last session, you headed towards the balloon crash. Along the way, you encountered a group of hobgoblin stilt walkers who were collecting swamp eggs. To be cautious, Felix cast invisibility on the giant snail, making everyone riding the snail invisible, leaving Schwangberry to converse with the hobgoblin Erdog in Goblin. After failing to make a trade and getting some info from the hobgoblin, you parted ways and headed for Slanty Tower. There, before you could identify who was in the balloon, something snatched a silver birdcage containing the occupant from the balloon. Before entering the tower, you encountered two awakened snakes, convincing them to wait outside the tower while you investigated inside. Inside the tower, Eladrin and Stunzi fell for an obvious trap. Schwangberry traded for a book and you found clues about the tower's owner and his dog. Speaking of the dog, Felix was mauled by it, but decided not to harm a hair on its head, with Jester eventually charming the dog and suggesting for it to wait outside. Finally, you reach the top of the tower, where you met Alma, a hobgoblin transformed into an Edicat by Bavlorna. Felix made yet another fate pact with Alma in exchange for returning his thumbs, uh, Alma would release the caged creature. Upon getting the cage and finding out that it was locked, Felix reached in and pulled away the webbing from the creature's face to reveal his long-lost friend, Jeff. And that is where we find you now. Hey, Jeff. Jeff and Felix are staring at each other, smiling goofily. Think right. Jeff and Felix should get reacquainted inside the bum bag. Well, funny you should say that. Felix uh, turns to Jeff and says, <laughs> Check this out, Jeff. 
That's my best Felix impression. Turns to Swangberry, opens the bum bag, and jumps right in. Ah, oh, fucking called it. Kong <laughs> Horio. <laughs> that's, that's creepy. Jeff's still in the birdcage. Ah. Oh. So is Jeff free to come with us? Or? So why didn't you take Jeff oh, in so the bum bag with you? We've still got Jeff. He can't really move out of the cage. He's not free. I zip the bag closed and really hold Felix in there. They're like, hi, Jeff. <laughs> he he um, straightens up and like kind of pulls off the webbing around him and dusts himself off. And he goes, G'day, I am Sir Jefficocious Tavilar. A pleasure to meet your acquaintance. And he reaches a hand out of the birdcage and says, may I take your name? And reaches his hand out to shake someone's hand. I accept it and say, hello, Jeffrey. My name is Schwangberry. Pleasure uh, to meet you. I believe I said Jefficocious, not Jeffrey. Jefficocious. Jefficocious. That's why he calls me Jeff. He cannot say my name. I might have to call you Jeff. That's fine. And then he reaches over and says, may I take your name? And reaches over to shake someone's hand. I'll shake his hand. Nice to meet you, Jeff Coat. My name is Edrilin. Excellent. And uh, may I have your name? And he reaches over to the next person. Is he keeping our names? Um, I, hope so. I don't trust this whole Feywild stuff. <laughs> okay, yep. Uh, I'll, I'll shake his hand and say hello. My name is Stunzi. Pleasure to meet you, Jefficus. Pleasure, pleasure. And may I have your name? You can have my name. It is just a tip. And I shake his hand. <laughs> and uh, once he gets all your names and shakes all your hands, you see a wry smile across his face. Like, <laughs> uh, I see uh, Felix hasn't told you much about the old Feywild, has he? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and when you think about it, you all can't remember your names. My name's uh, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my name. Uh, but but yeah, you can have your names back. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And he like gestures and you remember your names. The Fae, it's all fun and games, but uh, be careful who you make deals with and what you agree to in the Fae world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any chance you guys can get me out of here? Can I inspect the cage? Sure can. Can I inspect the spider? You sure can. Alma's just sitting over there, just taking this in. Uh, I got a 15 in investigation. While you're inspecting the cage, you also inspect Sir Jefficocious Tulliver. You see that he is a tiny little purple fairy dragon with a cute little pencil mustache, and he wears a necklace with a golden pendant around his neck. Other than that, it's just a birdcage, but it's magically locked. I say sweet mustache. Cool pendant. Where did you get that? Uh, this old thing? Yeah, it's worn by emissaries of the summer court. <laughs> you see, a long time ago, old numbnasts out of nowhere told me I had to go back home, and he would be back. That's it. No, thanks for looking out for me, Jeff. No, I'll be back soon, Jeff. Nothing. I was ditched, left in limbo. So I uh, got on the gear to pass the time. And after one too many benders on clover and dust, I decided enough was enough and to make something of myself. Turn my life around, so to speak. Uh, so I mostly stopped taking the gear. And with some luck and the old Jeffacocious charm, I got in the good books of Queen Titania herself who made me an emissary of the summer court, swearing loyalty to her. So you see, I'm a bit of a big deal. <laughs> But yeah, it's been a while since I've seen Fuckface. You get stuck in the cage. Oh, well, that's another story. If you get me out of here, I'll happily let you know what happened to me. But it'd be real good to get out of this cage before this fucker eats me. Do you know anything of the magic that keeps this cage locked? I don't know what the magic's called. Old Bavlorna put me in here and is uh, restraining my magic abilities. So I assume it is locked magically. 
wonder if gravity will unlock it and oh. I look at the window. Don't throw me out the window, mate. <laughs> okay. Can I have a look at the basket in the balloon that they just crashed in to see if there's anything in there? Uh, yeah, sure. You don't even need to do an investigation check. You go over, check in the basket, and you find a, it's a potion of healing and a dead little bullywog. Oh. <laughs> I pocket the potion and I ask what a billywog is. Uh, you don't even need to ask. You can tell it's a little frog person. Ah, oh, that's sad. Right. <laughs> I bring the dead frog in and I am like, hey, Jeff, who's this? Uh, that is one brave motherfucker. I believe his name was Wiggle Woggle. He's a pro Sealy supporter. He helped me uh, get out of my uh, prison from Babylonia. We were in the air balloon, getting the fuck out of there. Well, we were attacked by an air elemental and we ended up crashing here. Give the frog the potion. That's not how potions work. This bloke has the same intelligence as Felix, I see. <laughs> uh, should put him in the bum bag too. So surely someone of your stature would reward some adventurers who do not know you handsomely for your rescue. Oh, look. Opposed to stealing their names. Yeah, nah, I'm just fucking around with you because, you know, you're friends of Felix and he loves a good fuck around, whoa, doesn't whoa, he? Whoa, 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 hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just rude. What, what do I say? Well, you know, uh, we're, we're acquaintances. If we, you want to insult you know. a person, that's one way to go about it. Where the fuck you go, by the way? He's in my bag. I don't understand. Well, well, let's get you out of the cage, okay. and then, then I'll show you. Yeah, cool. Any, let's do any that. ideas? You know the, the way of the lands where we might be able to find some form of magic release for your cage, or even better, the key. Oh, the key! Fuck! I assume Babylona has it. He looks at um Alma and says, "You heard about the fucking goblin that likes to collect keys?" Alma nods and's like, "Yeah, she lives up on Telemy Hill. Bit of a weirdo, but uh, she also had a running with Babylona, eh?" Who wants to go to some weird hill? Who is that talking, the spider? The spider, yeah. Alma. Tell me more about this hill. Why doesn't the spider just eat the dragon and be done with it? I fucking wanted to eat, but I made a fey pack, didn't I? You guys are going to go get my thumbs. It's true. He says, I'll be back in a sec. He jumps downstairs and comes back a second later. And he says, look, I don't know where my thumbs are, but I have... But, um, oh. Oh, what? <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I've had nights like that where I can't remember where my thumbs are as well. Oh, this cunt is a smart ass. Yeah, but you're not a fucking spider, are you? Spiders have thumbs? Nah, that's why I'm a spider. Oh, right. And then now you're a spider? Look, my whole backstory, if you want to get into it, is I went to Babylon to help my home from stopping to slant, you know? Because look at it. It's like the Leaning Tower Pisa, but worse. But instead of helping me, right... The bitch turned me into a fucking air cap so I could spider climb and stuff, and I didn't need to worry about my tail falling over. Oh, so it's not just thumbs you're missing. It's arms and other fingers too. Oh, this literally happened seconds ago. I told you I was a hobgoblin. Ah, hobgoblin, uh, yeah. I I, you, like just, you were just so obsessed with your thumbs. You, you kept uh, confuse me, awesome person. So I was a hobgoblin. She twisted my words and turned me into this spider creature so I didn't have to worry about my tower slanting. She's like, hey, you can spider climb now. Who cares if it slants or even falls over? You can stick the walls and shit. Yeah, this bad bloke is a real yes, lateral right. thinker. Mm. Just making sure we didn't have to find eight thumbs. Just two hobgoblin thumbs. I don't know where they are. But you know someone that might? And he rips out a map of Hither and shows it to you guys. Awesome. A map. Thank you. I like maps. So he shows you a map of Hither. And he's like, over here, you got fucking Tallamy Hill, right? Let's go visit Nessie. 
Oh, well, funny you say that. Up in this fucking northeast corner is a place called the Watcher's Pool, yeah? And that's where the Watcher lives. And that thing has been around since fucking ever. And it knows some shit like a prophetic snake. Mm, so he, he might have a good idea where my thumbs are or even how to get numb nuts that's trapped in the cage out of the cage. Okay, a prosthetic snake, yep. Prophetic. As you can tell, I'm not all for jokes, buddy. Sweet. Right. Hate me, then. I do. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, still pretty funny for someone who hates jokes. Ah, I fucking love a joke. I used to love a joke. <laughs> yeah, until, until you lost your body. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like we might get a two for one if we go see this uh, prosthetic snake, so to speak. Prosthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus could tell the future. Uh, as he or she might be able to help us unlock the cage, or we can go to the southeast to Tellamy Hill for the key goblin. Yeah, well, uh, no no guarantee she's got the key, to be honest, but uh, she likes keys, you know. Likes keys. Key goblin's closer. But uh, just, just a word of the wise, uh, watch out for the hill. What? Uh, okay. You want to give us more information on that? No, nah, I like to be vague. Nice. Right. Well, let's uh, take you. We'd like to friend and go. Yeah, get out of my home. No worries. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, cool. So someone will have to carry uh, the birdcage. As a bird, I am opposed to touching a birdcage. So I find <laughs> it really heavy, despite the fact that it's light. I'm just weak as shit, um, so I can carry it, but I get tired quickly. Just put it on Love Dart. Yeah, yeah cool. That's a great idea. Good. Yeah, as uh, you can tell, listeners, I don't think I've mentioned it yet, but uh, Dean is not here, so from henceforth, we're going to be calling Snails in the Bay Love Dart because he's not here to correct us. Uh, and Snails we'll be calling the Love Bay Dart Love Dart. It's the stupidest <laughs> name ever. Um, so I take <laughs> it you guys make your way out of the tower. Yep. As you guys um, come out the front, you bump into Wover the dog and his mouth is just covered with blood and there's two dead snakes in the brambles. Good boy. Oh, man. Take the snakes for meat? Sure. I don't even know what you would roll to carve snake meat. Survival, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, Survival Survival. sounds good. I rolled terribly with seven. Yep. Stunzy knows what he's doing around a snake. I fix it up. Oh, they're large, so I will say you get... 10 kilos of snake meat from these snakes. These are big snakes. Yeah, they're giant snakes. <laughs> Metric for the win. I asked Jeff, how long does meat last in these lands? I don't really know, mate. I think we make some snake know, jerky. Right? Yeah, well, you can do that. But, uh, yeah, give me a cage. Can I try and pick yeah, the lock can... with the snake's fangs? Sure, you could try and pick the lock. Oof. Nah, no, you break mind. the snake tooth. Yeah, sorry about that, snakey. <laughs> as you guys make your way outside and it's a bit quieter, not as hectic with everything going on, uh, Schwangberry, mm-hmm. uh, you've noticed a nagging feeling since you've been in Hither and you finally figured out what it was. You know your lost item is somewhere within Hither. Holy shit. You don't know where it is or which direction it is, but you know it's in here somewhere. I just thought I needed to poo. I, I really, now that I've had that epiphany, uh, the prophetic snake sounds like a great idea, and I'm super keen to head in that direction. Yeah, sweet. I think the best description I've seen for it is it's like there's a word on the tip of your tongue that you just can't get out. That's the kind of feeling you have when your lost item is near. Whoa. Yeah, some antsy. All right. Where you want to go? I vote northeast. Up to the watcher's pool. 
I think that's a good place to to get some guidance. Where's the uh, key goblin? Uh, in the southeast corner. Uh, Alma probably would have told you the name. Jingle Jangle. Jingle is found Jangle. over here, close by. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we'll go via the keys and then head up north from there. Sounds like a good idea to me. Cool. Um, so you head towards Tallamy Hill. As you are on Love Dart, Jeff gets to talking about his past with Felix and that it's been quite some time since he has seen Felix, but he also gives you a bit of a lore dump. He goes on and says, yeah, so uh, how I got in this predicament, eh? Someone asked. Well, it's a bit of a story, so lucky we're traveling by snail, so we've got time, don't we? It's <laughs> all go way back. Now, you guys being new to the Feywild, do you know what the Sealy and Unsealy Court is? No. So the Sealy Court is often referred to as the Summer Court and the Unsealy Court is often referred to as the Winter Court or the Gloaming Court, right? I'm part of the Sealy Court. The Sealies have been trying to court Zabilna to get Prismir to ally with them, but uh, we haven't had much luck. We assume the Unsealies, the Winter Court, uh, have been trying to do the same. But uh, some time ago, we sent representatives of the Summer Court called Valor's Light with a gift to give Zabilna... Uh, to kind of like, you know, persuade her to come join the Sealies because we like to think of ourselves as the good guys, but um, we haven't heard from them in quite some time. So uh, the Queen of the Summer Court, Titania, said, hey, Jeff, you want to uh, go find out what's happened to him and uh, report back to me? So I'm pretty big deal. And when I arrived here and hither, I ended up at Downfall, which is overrun with bullywogs, let me tell you, and uh, quickly discovered that uh, Prismere has been seized by the Hourglass Coven which uh, is a bunch of hags. One of them's called Bavlorna. But the coven pretty much are three sisters. From what I understand, they don't get along. So that's why they split Prismere into three. So you got Hither, Tither, and Yon. Last time I came here, it was all just Prismere. There was none of this mist crap. It's all a bit different, eh? And before I could find out anything further, Bav caught me and uh, kept me prisoner. Don't know what she was going to do with me. Yeah, I don't think it was ever going to be good. Like I said earlier, a brave little bullywog who's a pro silly freed me, but uh, sadly he died and we uh, got shot down from the sky. Quotes. Oh, it's 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 a lot. Do the three sisters rule the three different sections and are present in those realms? Oh, you're a clever one, aren't you? Yeah, mate, they do. So Bav's in this part of the world. Yep, that makes sense why she took old mate's farms. Yep. Each sister doesn't really cross into other sisters' territory because, like I said, they don't really get along. They kind of tolerate each other, I guess. But I've got no idea what happened to Zilbs. Damn. What are the names of the other two sisters? Yeah, I'll say he knows that. So so the sisters, there's Bavlorna, Scabatha, and Endolin. Scabatha. Edrelin likes Endolin's name. It's pretty. Thanks, Jeff. That was helpful. No worries. We've had a whole bunch of our shit stolen. Oh, really? In the Feywild. Uh, I remember Felix saying something about that. He lost something, yeah? Yeah. I don't really know what the go is with that, to be honest. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, uh, I haven't been to Prismian for a long time. Yeah, Felix was saying that he was here for like 50 years, but in our world, he was only gone for far, far less. Yeah. It's a Feywild for you. You see Stunzi sweating at the uh, discussion of time passing faster back home. <laughs> of course. <laughs> i got to say, with Feywild, your frogs aren't very talkative. Uh, you just haven't met the right frogs. Any any other useless shit you want to tell us? <laughs> Is there anything you want to ask him? I kind of just want to hear just a tip sing Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down, I know trucking. We're going to do what they say can't be done. 
After some time of uh, walking around, uh, you come to a little marshy area. And in the distance, in this little area, you find what appears to be an O-well. Oh, oh, well. oh well, let's keep moving. It seems to be spurting out swamp water. You can, uh, you can uh, bypass it because you're on a snail, so he's not going to be affected by the rising of the swamp. I asked Jeff about <laughs> it, being like, is this a bad thing for Heather? Don't know, mate. I haven't been here for a while. What was it like when you were well. here? Beautiful. Not a fucking swamp. So should we cog the well? If you want. I'm just long for the ride until I'm freed. Have we got anything to club it? Yeah, there's nothing really that stuns you could think of that he could do. I could get love darts to sit on top of it for a while. Hey, yeah, might like it. Mm, I don't want to get sucked down the well. I'm going to stay on top of love darts and see if we can just uh, yeah. glide on past. So you're going to go past? Yeah, I'll have a bit of a look around and yep. see if there's anything else of interest. Yeah, we going close to the well. We can do an investigation. If Sounds good. All right, you guys uh, on love dart. You are slowly going past the oh well. Everyone, give me a investigation check. And oh, I want to also look in particular for interest looking, interesting looking mushrooms. Nice. Uh, so your investigation yeah. check is for mushrooms, not the oh well. That's cool. In particular, yeah. Uh, that Stunzi, was a terrible check by everybody. Uh, Stunzi with an eight. Um, you don't see any mushrooms. Maybe there's too much swamp water around for you to see any at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Jester with a six and Edrelin with a three. Uh, you don't notice anything. You're too focused on the oh well gushing out swamp water. Actually, with a three, my eyes are probably closed. And Correct. Schwangberry with a 12. Uh, you notice that around the oh well are a couple of trinkets. Four trinkets, in fact, that are quite close to the well. I get love darts to stop and I point out the trinkets to the guys. And I'm like, hey, Edrelin, you should fly down and grab those. I cast Mage Hand. That's better. My eyes are still closed anyway. <laughs> What's the distance on Mage Hand? 30 feet. Yeah, you can reach over. Uh, you can see a cookie cutter shaped like a unicorn, two rings linked together, a silvered hand mirror with a nymph-shaped handle, and a golden pendant charmed shaped like a leprechaun. That's Jeff. Is taking these considered stealing? I don't know if they're someone's or not, to be honest. They could just be washed yeah. up from the O-well. Yeah, that's, but, that, that seems like a very plausible... Maybe we'll take them, and if they happen to be someone's, we can give it back to them. Because if they stay where they are, they might just end up anywhere, so... That's a good idea, Aaron. And you definitely don't see my brooch. I do not see a brooch. But what I'll, I do is I'll scoop the two rings together with my mage hand and, and bring it over to the snail. Cool. As you go to scoop up the trinkets, four wispy balls of light come out of invisibility. These are will-o'-wisps and they're like, what are you doing? Don't steal our stuff. Say, and they're just buzzing around you. I'll put it back and say, well, didn't you not hear me ask my friend here whether or not taking these items, if these items belong to him? Don't steal our stuff, you thief. 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 Jeez. This guy's I stand crazy. back and point at Jester. I will say it was an honest mistake. I mm. thought that maybe they'd washed up from the well, as my friend Jeff here pointed out, that was a plausible option. I offered them and an additional trinket for their troubles. <laughs> what you got? Is it shiny? It's a unicorn horn filled with candy. I can swap you my unicorn cookie cutter if you want. Uh, that's okay. It's a gift for troubling you. No, I insist. 
Let us yeah, you don't get gifts. What? I, I don't take gifts. We must trade. I have no, a silver pine cone. Does that uh, take oh, anyone's fancy? That's cool. Look, um, a little bit about us. We were a family. Mum, dad, brother, sister. And we died with the Owells. And these are our last remaining items. And we're bound by these Owells where we died. And we protect our trinkets with our lives. You died here? Yeah. Oh, well. It's sad. What caused the Owell that killed you? Before when the builder was around, the Owells were a place of gathering and merriment. But when uh, Bavlorna took over, she caused them to do this. And it kind of like hovers around the Owell, showing it like spilling out water. And um, we got caught out at a particularly bad time and all drowned at this Owell. Oh, well. Right. That's fine. So you don't want to trade the silver pine cone then? <laughs> I'll give you my pendant charm shaped like a leprechaun. I've got one of those already. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> You've got one too? We can be twins. Did you guys by happens to attend a witchlight carnival? No. Oh. We were residents of the Feywild with Prismia. We just died. Pretty tragic, really. You ever drowned? Yeah, terrific. These guys are really bowing me out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. they really kill him. shrooms are kicking in. He's like, nah, man, I got to get out of here. This is a bad place to be right now. Yeah, will it be? Jeff, you got any words of wisdom for these guys? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Mush, love darts. Mush. Best of luck. Yeah, just um, be careful when you come to other Owells. There's many like us. Right. More dead people? Why would they be warning us? What were they planning to do? We'll attack you and fight to the death if you take our stuff and don't give it back. Seems fair. I wasn't keen to fight these guys. Yeah, I wouldn't fight you. I'm pretty huge. Okay, well, we're going to go back to being invisible. Catch ya. See ya. Bye. I roll initiative. <laughs> yeah. I cast fairy fire. <laughs> and firebolt. shit. <laughs> You are making your way towards Ptolemy Hill. As you are walking along, you notice around you the marshy lands, the fog is getting a bit thicker and thicker, and uh, you can hear loud, rhythmic thuds and feel the earth move beneath your feet. Something big, very big, is walking in your direction as the rumbling grows louder and louder. The ground begins to tremble and shake beneath you. Everyone, give me a deck save. Oh. I'm assuming this is the hill. I feel the earth. I'm so glad I had the same thing in my head. Oh, shit. I I rolled a five. Yeah, I got a seven. Uh, Jeff will do it as well with disadvantage because I guess he's in a cage. (laughs) 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 Oh, who's holding the cage? Oh, that's probably just sitting on top of it. It's probably just sitting on the the snail. Yeah, that's Um, good. Somehow, with a 15, uh, Jeff somehow stabilizes his cage on. Loved up. Oh, I should roll for loved up, shouldn't I? See if he falls over. It's really embarrassing for you and me, Stunzi, that Jeff can save. <laughs> uh, well, it doesn't really matter. All of you might be able to save, but loved up just fucking topples over. And How? everyone. Hey, he doesn't have legs. He's got falls over. All right, well, fine. Fuck yeah. He uh, gets scared and <laughs> it crawls into his shell because he gets a shake more. And you all fall off. Oh, man. Are you happy? Is that what you wanted? Yeah, that, that, look, that does sound better than a snail tripping over. <laughs> well, it's, it's like an earthquake is happening because yeah. suddenly a colossal yeah. hill bursts out from the mist before you. Under oh. the hill, large feet pound into the swamp and you're in its path. In fact, it's seconds from you. What are you going to do? Uh, Fly. Panic. 
Uh, Jester got a 14, Edgelin got a 15. You both can save yourselves from being prone. Schwangberry and Stunzi, uh, you are both prone and fallen over. And I guess Jeff has landed his cage upright while a snail is uh, retreated into his shell. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love that's going to die. <laughs> I try and stand up. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, try, I try and get out of there. Well, I try and get um, oh, love dart out of you. there. Oh, Sorry, I, I didn't make this clear enough. This hill is just about to hit you. It's burst through the mist and a foot like winding up as, you know, AFL, when they go to kick a footy, you guys are right in the path of getting booted. Fuck. John, can I get kill the fuck out of face. this? Oh, I, I will as well um, with a 15, will I? I mean, oh, you can just fly, can fly. And avoid all this. Can I? Grab someone and fly out the way with them or something? You can probably grab Jeff. Everyone else is probably too big for you to grab. I mean, I can do that, I guess. Yeah, everyone has time to do one thing. So that I... one thing could be try and jump on the hill. Um, for those prone, it will be with disadvantage. Yeah. Think of it more as like a skill check. How big is this thing coming at us? This it's hill? a colossal hill. Think of a giant hill. Yeah. 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 And the it hills was have eyes and legs. Towards you. Yeah, are alive. I will jump onto the hill. You're going to try and jump onto one of the feet or the hill. You mean athletics check? Solid five. You guys are on the ground except for Edgelin, and you see Jester get the big idea to try and jump onto this moving hill, and he leaps in the air just as a foot comes up and fucking punts him like a football, and just. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks him like 10 feet away for 12 damage from being punted by this hill. Which yeah. direction did he go? Did he go back into the path of the hill or off to the side? To the side of the hill so you're no longer in its path. That was one way to do it, guys. Yep, that's one All way right. to get out of the way. Well, I think I will grab Jeff to save him so then you guys don't have to worry about him. So you grab Jeff and take to the air? Yeah. I think I'll just dodge out the way for now and if we decide to chase it, uh, yeah, give me acrobatic. Acrobatic? Yeah, cool. Oh, I just needed you not to roll lower than a five to be able to grab Jeff and uh, fly upwards to avoid the hill. Next can be Wangberry. What would you like to do? Uh, all right. I look at Love Darts mm-hmm. and I'm concerned that he's in his shell uh, or hers, we don't know, under the in the path of the hill. Uh, and so I, I beg Love Darts to get moving and try and get out of the way as I stand up. I will tell you now, Love Dart does not have the speed to get out of the way. Love Dart is copping this. I'm debating between crawling inside Love Dart's shell <laughs> or asking the hill to stop moving. Um, I'm going to go for option C and try and do both. I try and get to Love Dart's shell. Yeah, hill, stop it. You're going to crush us. You can safely get into Love Dart for sure. You're inside Love Dart and it's real sticky and gooey. Awesome. Uh, but the hill, I don't think, has hurt you. Sure. <laughs> enough that makes sense Studsy, what would you like to do yeah i'm gonna try and jump up on the hill uh you're gonna have to do that from disadvantage yep that one passes Ooh. that one passes yeah you see Studsy <laughs> just fucking kick up and like get so much air he's able to uh leap up above the swing foot of Tallamy hill and land on one of the grassy areas on the hill avoiding any damage excellent so he's sitting on the hill as it's walking forward and it hits Love Dart for 
oh, I really don't want to kill this snail when Dean's yeah, not around. And when a <laughs> train bears inside it. It's but called... Nine a, damage, but halved because you're in a shell. So you only take four up. damage. Kip up. Stunzy kips oh. up so well onto the hill as uh, the hill boots Love Dart and Schwangberry and the snail and Schwangberry both take four damage. You are protected Whoa. by the snail's shell. Good shot, hill. Good kip. <laughs> And right where Love Dart and Schwangberry were, you see the hill come to a stop and a massive thud crashes down as the hill sits down, so to speak. And then you all hear a chorus of... I um, rub my hand into the grass. I'm like, good boy, good boy. Nice. Uh, Stunzy, you are greeted by the scent of sweet-smelling fruit. Damp, silvery green moss blankets a gentle slope that you are sitting on before giving away to a craggy ridge which makes the top of the hill. There's dozens of enormous willow trees that dot the hillside, swaying as though in a breeze despite the absence of one. So yeah, everyone else that isn't on the hill, what would you like to do? Fall out of the sticky mess of love dart. <laughs> yep. Uh, you see Love hey, Dart is too scared to pop his little head out. He's just staying in his uh, shell. All right, it's going to be okay, buddy. You'll be all right. Just a bit shell-shocked. Everyone groans. Uh, Edrilyn, <laughs> you see a hand appear from the cage and uh, Jeff's like, <laughs> cheers, bro. And he puts his hand out for a fist bump. Oh, yeah. You bump fists. Um, do you want to join Stunzy on the hill? Yeah. You catch up with Stunzy on the hill, fly next to him and land. Just start. Stun- uh, and Schwang, that leaves you guys not on the hill. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm after you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go get him on the hill. I also join the uh, rest of the team on the hill, leaving a mucus trail behind me. Lovely. So everyone's all reunited and it feels so good. Is Love Dark coming up? Give me an animal handling check to try and get him up on the hill, but I can tell you now, he's going to go real slow up that hill. Right. I have good animal handling. Uh, man, I'm wrong oh. terribly. Oh, no, wait. Wang that was Barry did great, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to take the first roll, and that's an eight. Oh, fuckers. You try to encourage Love Dart to come on out of his shell, but he's still a bit too scared after being booted by a colossal hill. And yeah, Stunzi so. like, walks up to him and just like bangs on the shell, like, get out of there. <laughs> yeah, hard nut, you big sook. My so, excellent, excellent animal handling check was just me brushing my beard and getting all the mucus out of the bees. That works. A surprisingly <laughs> large amount of this mucus has your DNA to it. So you guys are all on this hill. You are at the base of the hill. There is a clear path up the hill. Would you like to follow it? I'll start eating the fruit. Oh, no. Hey, I'll stop you from eating the fruit before you do. <laughs> This hill is alive, so this fruit could belong to the hill. Yeah. And I leave it. And if you take it, that could be stealing. I didn't say you couldn't eat someone, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it might not be a thing itself. As you're discussing this, you hear another (sighs) coming from further up the hill. It's a lot of voices making that one noise in unison. In a way, if I eat the fruit, I'm helping propagate the seeds. So I'm actually giving back to the to the tree. Yeah, but we have to stick around until you shit on the hill then. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna eat the seeds. I was gonna put them on the ground, but okay. Cool. Uh, right. So I follow the path. As you make your way up the game trail, you notice the enormous willow trees seem to turn and watch you guys walk up the path. When all of a sudden you hear four voices in unison say, Hello. And they seem to be four different trees. I uh 
decide to branch out and wave. Branch out, fuck. We each look at a different one and say hello back to our own individual trees. Welcome. Nice grass. Thanks. Are you sad or? I'm a bit sad. Strong. Oh, tell me he'll used to be free. I used to go all over the land. But since the mist came, I can't get out any further than hither. It makes me sad. It sucks, man. Mm. Yeah, this is a pretty big place, though. Yeah, but I used to go to all the places. Sounds like uh, out of the few people we've met here, no one's no one's happy with the state of affairs. Yeah. Would you like it's us like... to start a political revolution? Overthrow the regime? Remove the mists? Hey, sure. if, if, if if we could do that, we would love to. Do you have any idea on how that might be possible? Uh, you see the trees, like all these oak trees around you start like swaying excitedly like, yeah, that would be great. That is one girl. Hey, uh, I don't know. Are you a hill or are you a tree? I'm a hill. I talk through the trees because I am one with everything on this hill. Are we allowed to eat your fruit? Oh, I was going to ask that. Yeah, have some. Oh. How do you see like eight different branches come in front of you with all various like fruits? Right. Do you want anything in return or um, is this a gift or is this their purpose? It's just food. Don't overthink it. Awesome. Thanks, man. Fucking I, I chow yeah. in. There's various uh, fruit to grow on trees. Plums, bananas, pears, you name no, it. They're all lemons. Mm. They're all lemons. <laughs> it all tastes like lemons. <laughs> Lemon party. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> they're all a bit dull tasting because uh, Tommy Hill's a bit bit sad, but they're still are sweet enough. Hey, yeah. we, we appreciate the sustenance, man. Hey, is there a, is there a key person here oh jingle jangle what do you want with her is she cool wondering if she can uh possibly have a key that we might need i don't know you can go ask her a few days ago uh she was out looking for truffles not on me and she got robbed and beaten up pretty bad by some heron guns oh no it made Ptolemy Hill sad, and she's sad. If you can go and make her happy, that would be cool. She's my best friend. I got it. I got an idea. We can be nice to uh, Jingle Jangle. We go up to her, I show her the jug, and I say, give us your memories, bitch. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, The hill hears that, and you see all the trees just turn and look at you. They look at you threateningly. Don't hurt Jingle Jangle. Nah, Jingle Jangle sounds like a boss. She hasn't left her den in quite some time. And she got attacked. Yeah, she's been in her den for a while now. She hasn't come out. But when you see her, can you tell her that I'm worried about her? Yeah. If she decides to dig a cellar, can she let me know next time? It kind of hurt a little bit. I wasn't expecting it. A cellar? Yeah. Where's she digging a cellar? I don't know. She hasn't come out of her den for me to ask her. And trees don't fit up there. All right, well, uh, we'll, we'll head we on up. Can get we up see? There. Yeah, can we see it from here? Just follow the path and the trees all make like a guard of honor along the path for you. As you pass by, they're offering you fruit as you go. Yeah, I'll grab a few pieces, chuck it in my pack. <laughs> I'll take a shit and then I'll grab a few more. <laughs> <laughs> Got to plant those seeds, you know. 
G'day, it's Chris, your DM. We hope you are enjoying listening to Roll for Stupid. If you are, we'd love it if you could take a moment to subscribe and review us on your favorite streaming platform. While you're there, check out Dungeon Calling, a real play D&D podcast of high fantasy and low humor. Here's a taste of their show. It's 1988. Do you know where your children are? Sneaking out of detention again. Playing that evil new game, Dungeons and Dragons, that your friends on the PTA warned you about. Arguing amongst themselves. Battling monsters and the other children at school. Guiding a herd of goats into a swimming pool. And arguing amongst themselves. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Dungeon Calling. Who buys a possum? That's what I was asking you. (laughs) Dungeon Calling. So you eventually make your way to the top of the hill. You find Jingle Jangle's Den, a cave with an entry shaped like a keyhole. Worn stone steps lead down to what feels like a cellar. Everything's dimly lit around here. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but hither is constantly twilight. I'm a bit worried for Jingle Jangle. I'll tell the rest of the the group there that I think those rabbit things fucked her up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go make sure she's okay. I'll walk to the door, stick my head (laughs) in and yell out to her. Worn stone steps lead down to what feels like a cellar. It's chilly here and you detect a subtle scent of iron in the air. Unlit candles are placed all about the room, but it's a light from the entrance which illuminates hundreds of keys dangling from taut strings that crisscross the walls, but it looks like there are keys missing from the display and it looks kind of unorganized. Hundreds of keys lie strewn across the dirt floor and there is a dark, perfectly round hole in the ground. As you take in the scene, you hear the sound of keys jingling Give me a investigation check. Yeah, I got an 18. Jester, you hear the sound of keys jingling and notice the Herogon rummaging through a pile of keys on the floor. It has not noticed you. Give me a stealth check. She's not a Herogon, is she? No. Oh, fuck. Uh, you go to look in the room a bit closer and you step on a twig or something and it cracks. This Herogon stops what it's doing, looks over at you and does a jump into the hole. You're right. There's fucking rabbit things are here ransacking the place. Go after him. Jump down that hole. Yeah, that's fucked, eh? Jeff's there with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, is that Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I'm still being carried by this bird fella. I like him. We'll follow um, Jester's lead. Yeah, we didn't see shit. Muscle, and you guys go do the fucking muscly jobs. I stand back here and I'm going to sing someone a fucking song. So let's... So no, there's no side of Jingle Jangle? Not here. Oh, Jester did see a herringon jump down a big black hole. It was ransacking the keys and then it jumped down the hole. I look down the hole. Stunzi will look down the hole. You look down the hole and you can't see anything. It is pitch black down there. All right. Go check the keys that are here. The hundreds, hundreds of, of them. We could yeah, try our luck. I don't really want to go down the hole. <laughs> Just chuck them all in the bag. <laughs> We'll sort it out later. He wakes up with like all these key impressions on his face. All right. I jump down the hole. Uh, I jump behind him and I yell out, if if we're falling too much, let me know. I'll scream if it, if I feel like I'm falling too far and you can uh, catch me. I jump down after. You all drop down the hole and don't take any damage. Uh, black moss covers all surfaces of the cave. It is in complete darkness. I hope uh, you guys have dark vision. A sense of foreboding is palpable. Those with dark vision can see a yellow goblin. Yep. Jingle Jangle is being kept in the center of a chamber on a chair. Her wrists 
and ankles are bound to the chair with wiry bent key rings. Very flimsily, but she is not fighting back or attempting to break free. Too terrified of the Herogons, the poor goblin simply suffers as she watches various Herogons taunting her as they bend and break keys in front of her. How dare they? That's uh, right. They have not noticed you, or if they have, they're not really paying you attention. Who has dark vision, by the way? I do. Uh, stun, not stunzy does. Schwanger's about to light a torch because he can't see shit. They whisper, there's fucking rabbit things just there. They're taunting Jingle Jangle. Let's just get into the room and not give away our position first. So don't light a torch? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Can I um, t- enable symbiotic entity on myself, or do you want me to do that as a action? Everyone, just roll initiative, yeah. The herring guns in front of you are not going to do anything. They're just going to be like, oh, you like this? You like it? And snap to start breaking some keys and chewing on them and be like, oh, is this one of your favorites? Bend right in front of Jingle Jangle. You see Jingle Jangle is just crying, looking in horror at her prized possessions being destroyed in front of her eyes. Stunzi, your turn. Okay, so before the battle, I've uh, just downed a really fresh mushroom, so it's uh, enabled my symbiotic entity, so... Because this is the first time you're using it, just describe what symbiotic entity is. Symbiotic entity allows me to use a wild shape action to awaken the spores that infuse me, and that, that allows me to gain 12 extra temp hit points and doubles the damage of my halo of spores. Uh, it also deals a 1d6 additional necrotic damage when I hit with a uh, melee weapon attack. And it nice. lasts for 10 minutes or until I lose all of the temporary hit points. Very nice. So you transform into this mushroom being? Yeah, my uh, my skin turns kind of leathery, like, like a mushroom. And the spores multiply and it, it looks like I've got a real thick haze around me. So you can't even really see me properly through this haze of spores. Mycelium everywhere. <laughs> As my action cast Shillelagh and I move forward and bonk this rabbit on the head. Oh, with my quarterstaff. And in doing so, he moves within my space so I can do my Halo of Spores damage first. He gets four damage from my Halo of Spores. And then I hit him with my Shillelagh-infused quarterstaff. And Symbiotic Entity allows me to do an extra 1d6 necrotic, which only rolled a one. (laughs) All right. You obliterate this Herringon. But before it dies in front of you, you notice that it actually shimmers a little bit and turns into a little gross-looking creature. It looks like a bug of some sort. Definitely does not look like a herringon. Oh. Ew. You just smash it overhead with your shillelagh and destroy it. Yeah, Schwangberry and Edgelin do not see that. Yep, makes sense. Uh, sorry, I should just paint a picture for the room, eh? There is currently five um, of these herring guns around. Left. Jingle Jangle with you guys at the top left corner of the darkened cave, and they are all in the center, not paying attention to you. Jester, it's your turn. I am quite impressed that uh, he just one-shotted some magical rabbit bug thing. So I shoot this one here. Crossbow. Saved myself. Uh, I was impressed. I got it a 17. 17 will hit. A solid five damage. And I'm going to move over to here and I'm going to tell the guys 
that uh, these things might not be paragons after all, because when Bouncy killed it, it uh, turned into a bug thing. Uh, you see the exact same thing happens. You hit it with your crossbow, a bolt lances right through its shoulder, and its facade drops, and it turns into this weird bug creature type thing and dies. These fuckers are weak as piss. Jeff is in his uh, little prison still, so he can't really do much. So he's going to make an intelligence check to see if he knows what is happening. He rolls an 18. With an 18, he's like, oh, fuck me. The Feywild's a realm of unbridled emotion, and fear is a strong one, yeah? These things are created from fear. Don't know what they're called, though. But yeah, they're not They're not hares. They're, they're little fey creatures that feed off fear. Fucking kill them. Fear bugs. Uh, and that's your turn, Schwangberry. Uh, right. shit. Well, and I go, well, there's nothing to fear then. So I light my torch. I walk 15 feet until I can see a whole bunch of them and I stop there. As you get close to these things, you see all the visages of these herringons. They disappear as they are bathed in light and they all just uh, turn and you now see all these creatures for what they are. Gross looking bug creatures that have uh, clawed hands and pincers coming out of its mouth. I cast Mortine on the bugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going to need to. Um, and they are seeming like they don't like the light coming from Schwangberry. All right, well, that, that's uh, my turn done. Edrelin, you can now see before you four of these creatures are surrounding Jingle Jangle, but they've all turned to look at Schwangberry, who is bathing them in light. All right, cool. I will attack this dude in front of me. So you make your way towards one of these creatures and take a swing at it. An eight will not hit. It dodges out of the way. Trixie. Okay, so I can do an unarmed strike. Yeah, that hits. Sweet. 22. Seven. Cool. You see this one does not go down like the others. It takes your punch and just snarls you. That's not good. It is all their turn now, and they all turn to face you. Three of them will just surround Schwangberry. Uh-oh. The uh, nearest one to me... Has to do a DC 12. They rolled an 18. All right, cool. They pass. So, Schwangberry, you have mm -hmm. three of these little critters around you, and you started your turn within 10 feet of one. Please give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Edgelin, you started your turn within 10 feet of one. Give me also a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save, was it? Yes. Yeah, you both pass. You see these things try and like perk up and look real scary and intimidating and they're just not. You just laugh them off. So if that's the case, they're all just going to try and take a swing at you. We'll start with the one in front of Edgelin first. Uh, it is going to reach out and try and claw you. 23. That's good. Nine slashing damage and give me a constitution saving throw. 12. You pass. Schwangberry. Uh, so you right. currently have three of these things around you. The one to your left is going to take a swing. 18. Hits. Nine damage. Um, give me a con saving throw. I got a eight. All right, you're paralyzed. Uh-oh. So that means anything that has a attack on you has advantage. The creature automatically fails a strength or deck saving throws, and any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if within five feet of that creature. Well, one of the other two definitely is. <laughs> well, let's hope so. The one directly in front of you is going to swing with advantage, 18. Uh, it's going to be a critical hit. Oh, no. 13 damage. And then the one to your right is going to take a swing. 
with advantage 14. Hits. Oof. Unfortunate. 12 slashing damage. You see Shrangri stands there paralyzed and then falls <laughs> down unconscious. Oh, no. Oof. It is Jingle Jangle's turn. She is a terrified, but she's going to try and not be so terrified. She uh, tries to will herself to not be so afraid. But is uh, you see at the top of the turn order, you hear a pulsing in the walls um, and a bulge appears in the wall. All right. Stunzi, you're up. In front of you, you see three of these creatures surrounding Schwangberry, who is down on the ground. Oh, as you fall down on the ground, uh, your light source goes off as well. Oh, man, I landed on my torch. It falls to the ground <laughs> and the flame snuffs out. So both uh, Schwangberry is uh, KO'd, but Edrelin you can no longer see. Yeah. All righty. I will, as a bonus action, cast Healing Word on uh, Schwangberry. You can come back with four HP. And then I'll strike out at this dude with my shillelagh-empowered nice. uh, stuff. You swing your shillelagh okay. stuff and miss this little critter that somehow gets out of the way. Just a tip. So I'm just going to abandon the group and climb back up the hole. Yeah, it sounds that sounds like a jester move. <laughs> no, nah, I'll uh, load up my crossbow and and shoot this one right here next to Schwangberry to the left of him. Solid nine. Yes. Do you have uh, vicious mockery? I literally have nothing that can injure people. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Jeff will try and do another intelligence check. Uh, 20. Jeff is like, ah, I fucking got it. They're called mean locks. They're a manifestation of this little goblin's fear. So if you can get her to calm down, maybe that will solve the issue. I don't know. But this shit's fucked. Shrank bet you're up. I rise, fluttering, going, what the fuck was that? And I fumble around my body, finding the healing potion uh, that I collected from the frog person. Mm-hmm. And I... I drink it. This is um, the first time we're using a potion. You can use your full action to get the full benefit of the potion, or you can use your bonus action to roll for it. Yeah, I drink the whole thing. Cool. So you're using your full action to drink the whole thing and get the full benefit of a healing potion. Yep. With ten. that, I just take 10 healing points. You sure do, mate. Done. Does Frankberry being knocked unconscious uh, take him away from being paralyzed? Yeah, he's no longer paralyzed. Edrelin. You're up. You uh, cannot see in the darkness, so if you attack, it'll be with disadvantage. Yeah, sweet. No, I'll just, I think I'll just give him a go at disadvantage. 16? Nice. Yeah, you can smack this one in front of you. Nine. You do some damage to this one in front of you, but it is a chunky boy. Oy. And he's All still right. kicking. This is yeah. the one that he hit earlier, right? It is. I hit it for seven, and now nine. I am going to use Flurry of Blows, I think. Make two more strikes. Uh, This would still be at disadvantage, wouldn't it? It sure is. 17? 17 still hits as you pummel into this thing for another six damage. This chunky boy is still kicking. Take my next one. Take him down. Ooh, 16. It's five damage. This chunky boy is looking like he's about to kill over. He is uh, spitting at you and hissing at you, but he doesn't have much left in the tank. Whenever I hit with one of my flurry of blows, mm-hmm. I can use open hand technique to either push it away from me, knock it prone, or not let it take reactions. For shits and gigs, I'll knock it prone, but it's not going to really make much of a difference. But it has to succeed yeah. at the dex throw of 
that? It rolled a, well. uh, rolled a 14. Okay, so it's not ah. prone. Next are the Meanlocks turns. First up, Schwangberry, Stunzi, and Edrelin. You're all within 10 feet of one. Everyone give me a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, you've all passed. The one directly in front of Edrelin is going to reach out and take a claw attack at you. 15. That hits. Nine damage and give me a con save. 19. You see uh, this chunky motherfucker is trying to uh, paralyze you, but you stand your ground. Uh, Schwangberry. The one directly in front of you is going to take a swing at you. 21's going to hit. Yeah, it is. uh, For five damage and give me a con saving throw. I got a eight. God damn it. You are now paralyzed. Uh, the one to your left is going to swing at <laughs> swing at you, Shrangberry, <laughs> with advantage because you're paralyzed. 23 is going to hit. You're going back down, buddy. There's 16 damage. I get back up to get down again. Um, and with, keep you down. And we swing. <laughs> With Schwangberry going back down, the one to the right of Schwangberry focuses its attention on Stunzi, who is within five feet of him. I assume an eight will not hit. It does not. Why can't they roll like that against you, Schwang? I know, right? At the top of the turn, Schwangberry dead. You hear a gross. Now, out of the wall pops a uh, another one of these creatures. Grossest pimple ever. Uh, you see that Jingle Jangle is still a bit on the terrified side, but is going to try and not be terrified. With a natural one, she is shitting her oh, pants more than it. Yeah, knowing that uh, she has a right to be terrified because these things are f- destroying you guys, particularly Schwangberry. It's true. <laughs> Stunzi, you're up. Alrighty. I will again use my bonus action to <laughs> cast Healing Word. <laughs> Schwangberry comes up with another four, and I will swing out again at this dude. 13, 13 will hit. That does six. That's enough to uh, squish this not beefy little bug dude. Oh, beautiful. You see it get rushed from your shillelagh. Cool, cool, cool. That's all right. I will uh, end my turn there. Jester, you are up. Yes, I am. Move over to just behind Stunzi into the room so I have line of sight on Jingle Jangle and give her a bardic inspiration nice calm herself down yeah cool give me a persuasion check I rolled a 4 plus 7 but anything I roll below a 10 gets treated as a 10 but that's a 17 wow what that's insane it's because I'm College of Eloquence. So mm. when you make a Charisma Persuasion or Deception check, you treat a D20 roll of 9 or lower as a 10. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> you see the Jingle Jangle is uh, buoyed by your song and has some resolve in her eyes. And she has a Bardic to use as well. Sweet. I'll shoot to the left of yep. Schwangberry. I've tried to shoot this one before and I missed, so... Um, I've been annoyed at it. And I'm still annoyed because that's a net one. Oof, that's terrible. You go to shoot your bow and you miss completely, almost taking off Stunzi's ear. I spent all my time worrying about trying to soothe Jingle Jangle. Um, Jeff can't really do anything, so he's not going to do anything. Shrangberry, are you still up? I'm up. 
Hey, you can um, have a turn. I'm sick of not being able to see these things mm-hmm. and cast fairy fire onto them to make them visible for me. So I'll say you can get all the main locks in front of you um, and Jingle Jangle. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so Jingle Jangle got a five. She is now illuminated. Edrilyn, you have to do it as well because... Yeah, I was going to say, do I have to? Yeah. Would we all do really. it? Yeah, he can't really discern who's yep. where. I'm happy to light everybody 15? up. 15, you pass. Stunzy, you Eight, fail. fail. Jester, you'll be part of that. I got a 14. 14 saves. Nice. Uh, the mean lock to the left of Shrangberry. Nat 1 fails. And the one directly in front of you gets a 21. And the one Oof. next to Edrilin gets a 19. Nice. Uh, I just looked at the one to my left. Ah, I see you now, motherfucker. Edrilin, you're up. You can now see Jingle Jangle and a little mean lock in front of Shrangberry. But I can't see the one that's in But the one in front of you, you know it's there, but you can't see it. It's going to kill me if I don't kill it. So I'll swipe out with my sword again. 12. Oh, you swing and you miss. I really want to kill this thing, so... We'll use another key point to take two unarmed strikes. Oh, oh that's going to miss. Ten misses as well. Oh. Ten misses as well. Uh, you, oh, just, you just try and put all your effort into destroying this chunky boy in front of you, but you miss everything. Oh. Right. At the start of the round, uh, you hear over to the left of Jester, one of those pimply sounding things protrude from the wall. A throbbing starts um, coming from the wall. It is now the Meanlock's turns. Uh, Let's start with the one that is fresh into the fight. It will come over to Jester and try and claw you. 23 will hit doing five damage and give me a constitution saving throw, please. Two, you are now paralyzed. Uh Uh-oh. The one in front of Schwangberry is going to reach out and claw you once again. 22. Holy crap, I'm rolling well. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, For seven damage. Are these things like plus 20 or something? Jeez. No. I'm just rolling super well. Are you down again? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I feel yeah. like I'm picking on you, but... No, no. That's exactly what they would do. Because I always... I've been bringing him up before his turn anyway, yeah. so he's yeah. still getting turns. Uh, you see this other mean lock head over in your direction and try and take a claw out at you. Edrilin, 22 will hit, won't it? Yep. Nine damage. Down. You go down. Yeah. <laughs> we got DM two healing good. words in a row. And the one that was originally in front of Edrilin moves over towards Stunzi and takes a swing. Nine. Misses. It is Jingle Jangle's turn. She has advantage because uh, Jester tried to encourage her to break the habit. Her best roll is nine. And what's your bardic? D6. She needs D6. a three. You can roll for me, Maka. Can't Jester. Five. You see Jingle Jangle snap yeah. out of it and gets a look of resolve on her face and all the fear is mostly gone. She's still got some fear, but her color comes back and you notice that the throbbing from the wall has stopped. She starts playing with her restraints, which aren't on very solidly, but that's her turn breaking out of the fear. Nice. Stunzi, you're up. Um, okay, so I'll uh, do the old usual. I whisper, bees. 
<laughs> Another four. Right. It's been four every time. Yeah. You see Schoenberg lifted up from his chin upwards. Who's going to cop the spores? Yeah, that was meant to be at the start of their turn. The one, would say the one next to me, has to do a DC constitution 12. 11. Ooh. It's going to hit how much? Oh, Two damage. Two bloody ones. That is shocking rolling. And you said this thing is on death's door but it's not dead. Oh, great. I'll see that, and I'll strike out at that same one with my the quarterstaff. Oh, shakalaka. You absolutely decimate this thing into pieces. All right. Uh, there are now three of these mean locks left with Edgelin on the ground unconscious, Schwangberry hanging by a thread. I'm and, paralyzed. Oh, Jester's paralyzed. Oh, my God. There's shit going yeah. on everywhere. All right, Jester, if you want to break the paralyzed state, give me a con save to break the Coming paralyzed. Right up for another fail. Nice. You are no longer paralyzed, but that is your whole turn. Sweet. So I look at it and I do a little jiggle. It's Jeff's turn. He's like, the fuck is going on? Put me in the bag with Felix. I want to be in the fucking bag with Felix. This is fucked. Shrangberry, you're up. Feeling woozy and ah, oh, I killed the one that was verified. Yeah, verified. Concentration. That's true. I can't see anything. Damn it! So you know what? In deja vu, I cast fairy fire. Everyone, give me a a deck save. with another thirteen crit. to save. Stunzi on crit city. Light him up, up, up. Light him up, up, up. Edrilyn, you don't even need to do it. You just automatically fail because you're knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> you see a mean lock appears in your vision in front of Jester and just above you in front of Stunzi. Damn, they're everywhere. Edrilyn, call me a death save. <gasps> oh, our first death save, despite the fact I've been Ooh. down three times this fight. That's a fail. That's a fail. Oh, that's a seven. One in the fail column. Wow. Uh, there is no lair action to be seen. You see the mean lock that, that was in front of Edgelin, now in front of Stunzi. Everyone is within 10 feet of a mean lock. Everyone roll me a wisdom saving throw, please. Except for Edgelin, he's down. Oh, man, we've been lucky. Yeah. Very lucky with these saves. This is where it goes to shit. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all of a sudden, seeing his buddy Edgelin go down, you see Jester turn pale white and is now frightened. I'll just explain. Frightened, frightened creatures have disadvantage on ability to checks and attack rolls if the source of its fear is within its uh, vision uh, the creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear and the start of their turn the one nearest me next to me can do mm-hmm. a uh, con save okay cool I mean like closest to you rolls a seven oh, it takes five describe how you kill it with your spores Ooh. as it approaches me it just starts breathing in my spores and the spores start expanding from one another inside it and just start coming out of its origin Orifices. It's kind of gross. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of how it works, but hey, <laughs> it helps. <laughs> so, Schwangberry, 11. 11 misses. Oh, hooray. Next one will take a swing at Jester for a 7. Two yeah. bad rolls by me. With advantage because he's scared or? Nah, no advantage. Yeah, okay. just means... a disadvantage for me. Yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. He's Thank not you. paralyzed. Cool. It is Jingle Jangle's turn. 
uh, she is going to use her action to rip off her binds and head over towards Edrelin, who is on the ground. Go Jingles. She's over Edrelin, hoping he does not roll a natural one. She's over me already. She's over you. <laughs> She's over you, but not touching you yet. Stunty, nice. you're up. <laughs> There's a mean lock in front of a frightened jester and a surprisingly standing upright Schwangberry. I see. This one you'll have advantage on. Yes. The, the one in front of jester is very fired. All right, sweet. Well, I see Edrelin down, so I'll cast a healing word his way and say, oi, oi. That's my healing word for Edrelin. Yeah. Every time it's four. Holy uh, shit. Right. Sorry. Four gets me up. Jingle jangle looks around like, oh. All right, then. Yeah, no worries, love. I then swing out with my quarterstaff and yeah, for a 23 is. to hit. 23 nice. works and a three is enough to kill it. So, right. Shrangberry, you see nothing again as the last fairy fired mean lock is obliterated. Stunzi's killed quite a few of these things. Stunzi kills everything. <laughs> Stunzi's like, he's still dealing with all the death. He he doesn't know how to feel about all of the space pirates he killed because they weren't real, but it was the first time he like, <laughs> Really killed a lot of things. Jester, the source of your fear is now dead. I spit on the corpse. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say the fear aura is gone and you are free to act as you will with this last mean lock that he's sitting in front of Schwangberry. Yeah, I'm going to shoot him with a crossbow. Solid. Uh, 22 22. is definitely going to hit. Six damage. You see that this one is still kicking. It's a chunky boy. Ah, fuck that one. I'm just going to look at all my wounds and hope that we get a long rest soon. (laughs) Jeff is in his cage right near the hole where you dropped him. He's like, fucking kill him. Come on. Shangberry, you're up. You can finally try and do some damage. Knowing that there's one, I heard the whack of the bolt hitting it in front of me. So I decide to grab my trusty glass bottle and I (laughs) try and hit it. Ah, I got a four. (laughs) You go to hit this thing in front of you, but you cannot see it at all. And you swing and you miss. Yep. Shwang has done nothing this session. (laughs) Edrelin, it is your turn. You are the only thing that is fairy-fied in this area, so you do not even know where the mean lock is. But yeah, give me a perception check. 15? Yeah, you know that it's towards your left. All right, I'll take a swing at disadvantage. Yeah. Well, that's going to hit. (laughs) Yeah, with the natural one. I'm not sure sure why I turned into a southern (laughs) Southern American. Uh, With the natural (laughs) one, you do not hit at all, mate. Yeah, that's uh, no good. Let's see if, uh, as a bonus action, let's see if I can hit with that. Yes. Uh, Yeah, 19. 19 and a 23, I will hit. 19 hits, 7 damage. Nice damage to this chunky boy. Stunzi, Schwangberry, and Edrelin, you are all within 10 feet of this critter. Roll me a wisdom save. Oh, 11. 20 for Stunzi. Wow. Everybody passes. Yes. The DC is 11. No one is frightened. (laughs) (laughs) This thing Uh, ain't scary. This little critter notices the fairy-fired Edrelin behind him, and he's going to attack out with advantage. Advantage? Yep. You're fairy-fired. Because you're fairy-fired. Yeah. For the duration objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. So if Edrelin moved closer to this thing, he would have seen it. And oh. so would we all. Oh. Now we all see it. Yeah, Schwangberry can see it. Like a yes! Laser. 
22 is going to hit, Adrian. It is. Cool. Seven damage and give me a con saving throw. Unless you're down. I am down. Then don't worry well, about Then your fairy fire throw. goes out, doesn't it? The fairy fire. can't see no. it. <laughs> fairy fire goes down, doesn't nice. it? Uh, for now, I'm going to say it goes out when you knock yep. it down. I can look into it okay. for the future because that's what I've been doing with the things you're fighting. Yeah. That sounds good. It is Jingle Jangle's turn. She's still a bit wary of these creatures, so she is going to try and deal with you, Adrian, and try and do a medicine check. Ooh, 10. You are stable. Nice. You're just on zero now, mate. Stunzi, you're up. What is the save for your spores? Con. 15. Passes. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. That should happen at the start of theirs, but I always forget. So thank you for reminding me. I'll try to remember it in the future. So I reckon I'll just try and hit this dude. 15. 15 hits. 8 damage. Damage is nice damage. Chunky boy is still up. And then can I move still within range of him Mm -hmm. and give a good berry to Edrilin? You can put a good berry in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, delicious. So you've got one HP. Cool. You lean over, give Edgelin a berry, and he now has one HP. Jester, you're up. I'm going to run up, stand in front of this guy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to hit him with a rapier. There we go. That's a 20. 20 is going to hit. Nice. All right. All right. 10 damage. 10 damage. Nice. Uh, you stab into right. this thing, and it is yeah. looking on death's door. I'll use a bonus action to attack it with my other oh. hand with a dagger. Maka, roll your damage. That would be a four. How do you kill this thing? Nice. Stab the motherfucker twice. One with the rapier slash and then jab out with the dagger as Dundee's symbiotic entity is still entering. He'll multi-attack this thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> gross. You destroy this last little chunky mean lock and have cleared the little dungeon lair. Well done. Good boys. We'll uh, leave that one there. I glass nice. yes, <laughs> If you were the last Roll for Stupid is Brennus Dunsey, Dennis Felix, Lewis is Edgelin, Macker is Jester, Tim is Schwangberry, and I'm your DM Chris. Our intro song is If You Were God by Wild Meadows. If you liked what you heard, please like and follow us on social media and make sure you listen to the end for some extra content. Cheers. He's on. I heard every word. Oh, cool. Hey yeah, now, I you hey now, Lewis is back. Did you hear Brendan call you a cunt? I did. Hey, look, was I wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, good.